time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant Glenn Mosseller. This is the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with Glenn Mosseller and the team at Roadmap Financial Consulting. Glenn's a registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. And you can find him in Greensboro on Mears Chapel Road in the office or anytime online at greensbororetirement.com. On today's podcast, you probably saw the headline and said, huh, what's that all about? Shopping at the retirement grocery store. You know, this is my one of my favorite activities, Glenn, is to shop at the grocery store, however <laughs> bizarre that may sound. I find it therapeutic. I love walking up and down all the aisles, having a cup of coffee while I go grocery shopping. It's it's just my thing. And and that's my particular routine when I go to the grocery store. I kind of do the same thing every time. I don't know about you. I can never go to the grocery store with my wife because she's the complete opposite. She wants to be there for a short amount of time as possible, just goes specifically exactly to where we need the couple of items that are on the list and then wants to get out of there. I make it a big shindig, a big event. So we're, we're just complete opposites. I don't know if you have uh, any similarities there with, uh, you know, with you and the wife or the way you like to do it. Do you have any routines that you do when you go grocery shopping? Oh, yeah, Walter. I mean, it, well, it's like I was, I was getting ready to say, it sounds like you're married, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's always a difference in how you approach it, and that, and that, and that makes things interesting. I don't go grocery shopping very often, you know, but but when I do, I'm like you. It's like I always want to kind of look around and see what's there and and you know and and think about different things that you know that we might have or you know if if there's a holiday coming up, you know, what can we do differently and and that kind of thing. And it's just kind of it's just kind of interesting to see all the different all the different things that are on the shelves and and notice, you know, what's there that that wasn't there before and how how things you know change through the seasonalities. I think it's uh it kind of translates to how my wife and I approach cooking as well. She's very much a follow it by the recipe. So she'll follow everything to a T. All the measurements have to be exact. You can't put any more, any less of anything in there. It all has to be perfectly as the recipe indicates. I think I'm much more of the, you know, I'm I'm just I'm in creation mindset. So I think it deserves <laughs> a little bit more of this, and I I don't need to measure that. I'm going to give it a splash of this and a sprinkle of this. And the recipe didn't call for you know this addition, but I think it'll be nice. I'm going to throw it in there. So I think when I go to the grocery store, I'm I'm kind of doing the same thing. She's following the list. I'm looking for inspiration as I go up right. and down the aisle. So a lot of us are like that. Some of us are list makers. Others of us like to wing it. Some put everything neatly in the cart, or you're maybe like me. You just toss it all in the big pile. You kind of see those differences in everybody's cart, right? One's all organized. The other one's just a big pile of cans as they pull up to the <laughs> checkout register. Well, what's kind of funny about that is that retirement's a lot like shopping for groceries. Now, try not to get too hungry while we talk about this today, although it may already be too too late. But we'll, we'll draw some of the parallels between these two worlds. And the first one, Glenn, whether we're winging it or whether we're following a recipe, we do need to have some semblance of what we need to get in the first place. And that translates nicely, I think, to the financial world, too. Oh, well, you're exactly right, Walter. And you need to know what you need. And, and one of the biggest challenges is for folks is that when you're transitioning into or you're just starting into retirement, you know, sometimes you don't know exactly what that is because, you know, you've been in a different phase of life. You know, you're, you spent your entire life and your whole work, all of your working years accumulating and accumulating and saving. And so now we're entering this phase into retirement and saying, okay, well, 
golly, I, I'm, there's not going to be any more new contributions going into these retirement plans. And so we've got to make sure that this money lasts. We don't want to go backwards. And so, you know, we have to think in terms of an income plan. You know, well, our income plan in the past was go to work. <laughs> now it's taking our assets and our different accounts and, and Social Security and possibly a pension and putting those together in such a way that you, you have an income plan and you might have multiple streams of income. Same thing holds true when we're thinking about, you know, with taxes and how to be efficient. When you're in your working years, you know, most people's tax situation is pretty simple. They have their wages. They, they maybe they have some interest that they write off from their from their mortgages and so forth. They have their kids and and you know all those things go in there and 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 it's a, it's a pretty simple calculation. Now you go into retirement. Hey, you know, most of your deductions are are gone, and you know now you've got multiple streams of income. You might have Social Security, which is different than anything else, and maybe you have a pension, or maybe you're drawing money from your 401k or your IRA. Possibly you have some other other brokerage types of accounts that that have uh, different taxation, you know, and ramifications as, as to you know how they're taxed and when you take money out as to what's going to happen. So all those things play into well, you know, golly, how do I figure all this stuff out? And so, you know, you kind of in general know what you need, but, you know, getting into the specifics and, and getting that recipe like you were talking about earlier is, is very important. And that's where it really, you know, comes into play with, you know, with working with somebody who that's what their focus is. That's what their specialty is. And, you know, and, and making sure that you know, they help folks, you know, through that transition into retirement and living through retirement. And that's a different set of skills, is, you know, and it's a different mindset from not only, you know, you as a consumer or some somebody who's in getting ready to retire or in retirement, but also in terms of the, you know, who you're working with and who you're taking your advice from. There's a lot of really good accumulation advisors out there that have done a really good job at, you know, at growing different people's accounts. But at the same time, you know, when you're when you're in retirement, hey, you know, you've got to be thinking a little bit along the lines of, okay, well, how does all this fit in? I, I don't want to be growing my account on one hand and taking, you know, a whole lot more risk just so I can turn around and give a little bit more to Uncle Sam and taxes. So you got to have to balance those things out and find exactly, you know, what is the right balance and what's the right recipe. I think also you talk about recipe. Well, Sometimes we can just buy items at the grocery store that are, you know, one-off items. Like, all right, I always like to have some honey stocked up in the, uh, you know, up up in the cabinet. So, you know, I'll, I'll replenish the honey every once in a while. Or same thing with peanut butter. I don't have to have it to make peanut butter jelly sandwiches. Sometimes it's just nice always having peanut butter soda on standby. So you can kind of buy those things in a one-off manner. But if I'm making dinner, well, I can't just kind of randomly throw items into the cart. You got you want to kind of get a well-balanced meal put together. Same thing in the financial landscape. There are certain situations where, you know, the different financial products and strategies you're using, you know, they can't just work in a vacuum. They need to work together at times. That's exactly right, Walter. That's exactly what we're talking about. You you want that holistic plan. Right. You know, you want enough income, but you want that income to be efficient. You don't want to pay too much in taxes. You want to you want to be able to draw money out so that, um, you, you know, you're, you're keeping more of your own dollars in your pocket for a longer period of time. And you also want to think in terms of, hey, you know, if, if there's volatility in the markets, you know, you want to make sure that where you're drawing money from is not is not subject to that as much as as maybe some of your longer term money might be. You also have to think in terms of, hey, as we travel through these retirement years and there's always the thought, well, you know, there's there's that risk of, you know, am I going to need long term care? And, you know, what have you done to, you know, to hedge that risk? Now, what about uh, your legacy planning and, and how you're going to leave things to kids and grandkids if that's part of your overall plan? 
you know, it's it's one thing to you know to leave them an account or to leave them some assets. But the question is, is you know, if you've got several different um, assets, maybe you've got a house, or maybe you've got a retirement account, and maybe you've got a life insurance policy. You know, when those different things pass on to you know to heirs, there's some different tax consequences that you have to consider, and so that should be part of the overall plan too. Because you know, I have yet to meet anybody that wants to make Uncle Sam one of their biggest beneficiaries. Yeah, hugely important to make sure that the things fit together in your financial plan as they do when you're preparing a meal. This is also a big one, Glenn. We got to know how much we're paying. That's the other thing you keep in track when you're throwing stuff in the in the grocery cart. You know, I remember there, there's plenty of times where you're probably going like, all right, all right, hold on a second. We've got way too much here in the cart. We're, we're This is a much more expensive trip than we were planning on. You got to always kind of focus on price and what things are costing you. And it doesn't seem like that should be any different in the financial world. Why would it be? Well, no, Walter, and you're exactly right. You you want to know exactly, you know, what are you paying for? What are you getting, you know, and, you know, for that? And it kind of, you know, that we always have to think in terms of, well, you know, there's, there's sometimes there's fees on, you know, on, on managed accounts, but then other times you, you, you might have, you might have an insurance product that has few or maybe no fees. And so then your overall balance might be something different than what you were when you were in your accumulation years. Your plan looks a lot different and the, and the places that you're positioning money is a little different. And what you need to determine is, is the, you know, what is your overall plan and how much value are you getting for that plan? And what are you paying for that value? Just about any, anywhere you put, your money, you're you know you're either going to be paying something for it. Sometimes it's easier to, to see than others, and sometimes the you know the fees are can be buried you know deep in a prospectus or something like that. And sometimes you don't think you're paying what you really are. The key question is is that you want to really find out what am I paying and what am I getting for that? You know, and 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 always it's always the question is is you know are you getting value? You know, are you getting extra added value? If you know if you're paying a little bit more for something, you know, well just about everybody's had that experience. You know, in life. You know, sometimes, you know, you, you go out and, you know, you, you know, maybe you go out to eat and you go for, you know, a really nice dinner. Well, you would expect to, you know, pay a little bit more for something that has a higher quality. But everybody's also had that experience where they've gone out and they've paid extra for something and, and they, they didn't really get what they wanted from it. And, and so they were a little bit disappointed. So the key thing is, is that you've got to really be very good at determining what am I paying and is it worth it? And, and that's and that sometimes that's the challenging thing to try to determine. But, you know, if you're if you're working with a fiduciary, you know, all that should be disclosed up front and you should know exactly what you're paying for. And, and, and what you're getting for, you know, what you're if you're paying a fee or if something's being extracted from an account or from an, a policy, you want to know what what am I getting for you know everything that, that's you know, going in or, or out of your account, and that's again sometimes people you know don't really think about that too much, but it's an important thing to you know to realize and be aware of. Just because something costs something doesn't mean it's a bad thing, but you want to make sure that it's that you can justify it. Does that make sense? It does make sense, and and I'll piggyback on that with one final thought here, and that's that the cheapest option isn't always the best. In the grocery store, I'll say, I think that like prepackaged cheese, you could pretty much get. The, I just go with whatever's on sale, whatever's the least you know expensive, whatever's the cheapest option. I'll get the prepackaged cheese, you know, the Colby Jack mix or the shredded cheddar or something like that. To me, there's not that big of a difference between the cheapest option and getting something with the higher name brand. That that's just my opinion. Same thing with milk. I just kind of get the whatever's the lowest priced milk. That's the one I'm going to grab off the shelf. But there are other things where the cheapest option isn't always the best. And I'm sure we could think of plenty of examples where you want to pay a little bit more. You're going to get what you pay for. 
I know that that's kind of a balance that has to be struck in the financial landscape too. Oh yeah, well, and that's what that's what I was just talking about, Walter. I mean, when you think about it, you know, I mean, fees are expensive in the absence of value, right? But if there's extra value being added, then you know it may well be worth it. You know, and there there are times when it makes sense to you know to pay for something. You know, for instance, I mean, you can find funds out there that 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 have very low fees, but they're going to take you on the ride of wherever the market goes. And if things are going up, then everything is wonderful. But if things are going down, you're taking that ride all the way down the, the hill on the roller coaster. And you know, and and that might not be exactly what you need, particularly in you know when you're when you're trying to preserve and or you know take distributions from. So those are the things that you want to be aware of. You know. If you're paying for something, are you getting that extra value? Are they helping you to protect from downside, you know, risks and those types of things? That might be that might be in an insurance product. That might be with you know a tactical manager. There's a number of different things that are that are out there, you know, that you have to evaluate and determine. Hey, am I getting that extra value for it? And and am I am I better off just being a you know penny pincher? And you know, and some things like you say, you you might do that, but at the same time, you got to be very careful about doing that when it when it comes to you know managing your money and making sure that your money lasts through time. Yep. Always an interesting discussion with Glenn about these kinds of things. So if you need some help shopping at that retirement grocery store, you need to know kind of what you need in the first place. Uh, It's easy to figure that stuff out for the grocery store, but sometimes in the financial world, it's a little bit harder to know exactly what we need to get off the shelves. And Glenn can help you determine what's going to be the best thing to fill out that financial recipe and put it all together. If you need help and guidance, Glenn's here for you. Registered financial consultant at Roadmap Financial Consulting in Greensboro. 336-291-3535 is your number to call. Again, that's 336-291-3535. You can also find Glenn online at greensbororetirement.com. That's greensbororetirement.com. That'll do it for this edition of the podcast, and we'll look forward to talking to you again next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap. 